Hello, women of God. This is Erica. And Narcelli. And we want to welcome you to the Upstream Pursuit podcast, the leadership podcast for Christian women going against the current. Welcome back, Pursuers. We are so pumped to be here with you on another episode of the Upstream Pursuit podcast. Erica, what do you have going on on your end over there? Oh, man. I mean, kicking off the year, it's moving fast, but I am loving it. Ava is doing really well. I've been loving the weather and, I don't know, blessings all around. How about you? I am doing fantastic. I am really pumped about this episode, but can I just be real? Like, I'm slightly scared because we are talking about goals today, which, um, question, do you have goals yet? I mean, I think I do this literally every year. I wait until we do this every podcast year we do this. to get myself together. I do it every year. It's like tradition. Okay, good. Because I... I have ideas. I don't have yeah. goals. Yeah. And so hopefully after today, we can set some Christ center goals. And so pursuers, today we're going to talk about that, right? So we're going to talk about goals, but we are going to replay an episode that we did in 2021. It was January 11th, where we talked about crushing your goals. And we had so much great insight. So we're going to listen to that. And then we're going to come back and see if we're crushing our goals this year, or we're on a pathway for our goals to crush us. (laughs) We shall see. Let's take a listen. Because as women leaders, we naturally have these like jam-packed schedules. You know, I know this is true for you, Erica. And then, you know, for those listening. So if you're anything like me and Erica, we have people around us that rely for our gifts and they rely on our abilities. And of course, because we are women and we're designed to be helpers, we're always seeking ways to help those that are around us. And then, of course, we're active in our church body. We have children and we're caring for our husbands and we have businesses to lead and the people that we're discipling and ministering to throughout the week. And it's just exhausting. I mean, I'm getting tongue tied, just trying to say all these things. And as I was um, writing all these things out in my little calendar that I got or planner that I got, I started to feel convicted and I just had to stop, you know, because time is a gift that God has given us to steward and to manage. Um, But more importantly, what I was finding was that I was so caught up in all the things that I had to do that I had completely lost sight of Christ in all of that. Wow. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm so guilty of this, especially when COVID hit mm-hmm. and my job got crazy. Um, it, it was, you know, just, I felt overwhelmed. There were a lot of things and uh, having to reprioritize was really difficult. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so excited to be reminded that we have to get back on track and refocus on what comes first from a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's Christ. Like, right. We need to follow God's word and acknowledge God's direction. And I wanted to share something that I learned while I was preparing for this topic today. Hmm. And that's that scripture has already given us direction on what our end goal should be that's and good. what the purpose of our life should be. And all right, ladies, bear with me. So this is going to be contrary to what the world tells us. This is going upstream that God has already told us what our primary goals or focus should be as true believers, right? This is, there's so many other things that the world's telling us right now. And this is, this is what the Bible is telling us. One, to glorify God. Our purpose is to glorify him. That's found in 1 Corinthians 10 31, whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. 
And then Romans 11, 36, for from him and through him and to him are all things to him be the glory forever. So number one, end goal, Mm -hmm. glorify God in everything that we do. And two, enjoy him and the relationship that he offers us. Yeah, that's so good, Erica. And then of course, you know, love him and love others, right? Um, And it's funny because you're absolutely right. The mission is always the same, is love God, love others. That's it. Oh, and because here's the thing, right? At the end of the day, as I continue to mature in my faith, the only happiness worth pursuing is the one that fully acknowledges the redemptive hope and joy in Christ. That's that's kind of what I've been learning, right? And to experience that happiness is to first pursue Christ, which is why I feel it should be the first step in our process of goal setting. And it's something I'm wanting to ensure is on my list for yeah. this year and moving forward. And it's not that it hasn't been. So often we just need to be reminded. It's not that we don't know, right? Us as Christians, yeah. it's not that we don't know. We just have to be reminded again. We have to be told it again. Yeah, I believe it's in Matthew where, you know, Jesus is saying, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added onto you. And so again, the priority is is always to start with Christ. And I think part of our struggle is not knowing necessarily how to do that practically. Mm-hmm. So again, for me, I am a, a planner. Um, So I would say first start with, you know, by setting devotional times and then prioritizing Jesus in uh, in the same way in which we're looking at our calendars to see when is the best season and the best time for us to take vacation. I'm just saying this time to start with Jesus. I mean, we have a tendency, which is essentially what was happening with me to fill our calendars in. And then we just kind of figure out how to fit Jesus into that. And I'm just saying, no, let's go upstream this time. Let's go. Let's 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 approach uh the new year in a completely different way and i am saying no before you even put something in your planner or if you're not a planner before you do anything else you schedule anything else the first thing we want to do is to write our daily devotionals with the lord and um and then from there we fill in all the other responsibilities and so and i want to just be clear you and i don't have this right all the all the time um Actually, one of the things that I was doing, uh, because I would say again, about two years ago, one of the things that the Lord revealed to me was that I was putting in my devotional times in my calendar, but I wasn't actually honoring them. Mm. So what was happening was, you know, I would get my calendar reminders and then I would just be like, oh, okay, you know, I can just go do my quiet time at another time. And one day I was having a devotional moment with the Lord and the Lord just wrecked me. He was like, you know, because if you, you know, you know me, right? So you know that I am very committed. And so when I make a commitment to be somewhere, I'm always there. And if something else better comes along, I'm not the type of person that's actually a pet peeve of mine. I don't cancel the first appointment to go do the better thing. And the Lord said, yeah, but you treat other things and people like that, but you don't treat me like that. Wow. You don't treat others and things with the same contempt that you, t- that you treat me. Mm-hmm. And it just really, really wrecked me. And I was like, something, you know, definitely has to shift. So for me, since I'm not married for me, the, the order or my structure is always, I, you know, start with Christ and then yeah. my ministry, then family, my job. And one thing that I will say is that even when I'm, because I am a planner, when I'm writing things on my planner, I always start with ministry 
And then my job, even though my job, I mean, technically, right, I don't have a husband to provide for me. So I I have to basically go to work. But what I will say is that I will not work in a place that does not allow me to have ministry and family as a priority. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if I'm at a job that doesn't allow me to not go to my rehearsal times with, you know, our our worship team, I won't take that job. And so for me, the ministry, Christ and ministry are are a top priority for me. And then I kind of go from there. And so, yeah, that's sort of the way I, I hope that's helpful to somebody, but that's essentially how I personally prioritize things in my life. Yeah, no, that's great. I think it shows people that it's not a one size fits all in terms of the priority sure. list. One thing I wanted to say that I hear often while you were talking, I was thinking, and let me be transparent because I've said it too, is that it's hard. Mm-hmm. But I am convinced that the reason it feels so hard for us is because we're not in a habit of doing it and or yeah. in the habit of putting Christ first in everything. And Jesus, the Messiah, often sought out lonely places where he could go and commune with the Father. And he was busy doing what he was called to do. And even then, he would separate himself from his own disciples to spend time alone in quiet. He knew that what was ahead would require sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And so he always went to the source. And if you're thinking, yeah, well, he was God, you're right. But he was also man. Correct. And at the end of the day, it's just an excuse. And trust me, I recognize excuses because I'm filled with them. Right. And but that's the thing, like you said, you know, the more we continue to make excuses and say it's hard, the less easy it's going to be for us. So we just have to do it. And uh, not doing it is it, not just destructive, but it is also sinful. You know, spending time with the Lord is not only an act of worship, but it is also a time where we get to be restored. Mm-hmm. We can't care about our phones more than we care about our spiritual health. Yeah, you know, when my phone, the battery is, is low, I go out of my way to go find that charger and make sure that it is connected to the power source. And the reason for that is because I know that in the following day, if my phone is not charged, it is not going to be able to perform the functions that it was created to perform. So just like our phones where, you know, there were these designers and engineers that sat down and they were very, very specific about the way that they were going to design this phone. In the same way, we have a creator that has done that for us. And so we have to connect to the power source yeah. on a daily basis, just like we are willing to do for our phones. And again, we can't care about our phones more than our own health. So it's just really, really important that we're connected. And then that we also understand that spending time in his word provides the affirmation and the guidance and the direction that we need, especially to create those Christ-centered goals. Okay, so I know we've covered a lot. Yeah. And so I just want to make sure that we pause here to recap. So The first thing we want to focus on so we can crush our goals is to pursue Christ in a relationship with him. So make sure you're setting those daily time with the Lord um, so that you can listen and read his word. And also when you make that time, make sure that you also honor it. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so let's go to the second one. So the second thing I think that we want to focus on in the new year is to craft vision. And personally, I have started to think about vision. I have uh, been asking myself, how does my vision connect with the community and people God has placed around me? Because I've had this desire to ask more and more, what ways can I glorify God? It's an active pursuit that requires a heart check and a life check. 
prior to thinking about vision. That's what I found. Yeah, that's great. And uh, just to clarify, what we mean by vision is the ability to think or plan for the future with wisdom. And so earlier I had mentioned that there are some several common areas of yeah. life where you can set vision. So um, if you're taking notes, this would be a good time to just write some of these down because they may be helpful. Some of those include health and fitness goals, social goals, educational goals. Um, there's family and relationship goals, career goals, financial goals, organizational goals, and faith goals. And so I know that I, you know, those are some just common categories, um, you know, to craft vision practically, I, I want to say this, you know, please know that as you seek the Lord, he will be faithful to give us uh, you and me and, and Erica, he gives us clarity. And then that one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is to direct, right? Yes. So when you're thinking of vision, think about an end goal and what you may want your life to look like. And I read this article by Orange Leaders, and they suggest these three things in regards to vision that I thought were just so good. Um, so number one is that a God-given vision is big. Um, so if you can accomplish your vision without God's help, then it's either not big enough and or it's just not God's vision because God's vision requires um, dependency on him. And then the second was that a God-given vision points to God uh, because again, as you mentioned earlier, it's all about glorifying him. It's all about him and it's not really about us. And then third is that a God-given vision lines up with the truth. Yeah, this I feel like this is a place to dream with God's glory in mind. And mm -hmm. I think that's what's really important for us to say here, because it can easily be construed as that we're just kind of going for these large vision goals that can easily turn into something that's more personal mm -hmm. and me centered. Right. But with God's glory in mind is what we're talking about here, that there may be someone out there whose vision is to be set free from addiction or someone who desires to create a nonprofit for people in need. This is a place where like you envision yourself living out God's desires, mm -hmm. God's promises for your life, but us being intentional about how do we go about doing those things? It doesn't just happen. We have to put some work into it with God and the Spirit's direction. That's so good. Um, and it reminds me of Proverbs 29, 18. Um, the NIV version says, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. If our vision is not informed by God's word and God's revelation, it is simply a self-centered imagination, not a Christ-centered vision. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, so first we pursue Christ, right? Second, we craft our God-given vision. Mm -hmm. And now we can begin to create goals that align with that vision. So the thing we need to do to crush our goals is to have SMART goals. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And they're really basically the steps you need to attain that God-given vision. Mm -hmm. And under each goal, you would have like tasks that would help accomplish those goals. Yeah. And I was trying to think of, a, of an example. I was thinking of, for me, an area of vision is financial goals and to be more specific, financial freedom. And let me preface this by saying that when we we accept Jesus Christ into our lives, it doesn't automatically dissolve or remove the consequences of choices that we made before. Yeah. And for me, that is very true. I accepted Jesus Christ when I was 26 years old. So that means that I had 26 years to like ruin my life before then. <laughs> Hence the reason why I needed a savior, right? 
And so unfortunately, you know, I've, of course, um, now since I've accepted the Lord, I also understand money to be a gift from God and something that he has given us to steward and to manage. But um, during one of my devotional times, again, I I was sitting there and the Lord just began to give me this picture of financial freedom. And, um, And so for me, my vision is to be completely debt free and having built wealth as well that I can also pass on to my children. And I am very, very passionate about the local church. So part of my vision also includes giving financially way beyond what I'm already giving to help advance God's kingdom. And so to put that practically, right, if you're setting a vision, so you start with the vision. So a smart goal would be to, you know, pay off X amount of money from that debt by 2025. But then you create tasks that would allow you to achieve that goal. So a task would be something like creating a budget. And then on a monthly basis, a weekly basis, you're managing that budget. um, And you're managing your monthly expenses to ensure that you're on track towards that goal. And then throughout the year, you're just taking steps towards mm-hmm. that aim. So um, so again, so to recap, the three things we want to focus on this year so we can crush our goals is number one is we want to pursue Christ. Number two, we want to craft vision. Number three, we want to set goals. And one of the things that you had mentioned to me, Erica, when we first started, you know, dreaming about this podcast was that it was really important uh, for us to um, ensure that as we're leading our fellow pursuers to Christ, um, that we're that we're doing that right, that we're leading them to Christ, and that um, we're leading them to discern His voice. And so, I, I wanted to say that because as we're sharing these examples, I think it's really important that again you prioritize Christ in your own life, and that you allow Him to give you vision specific to you and the plans that he has for your life. And so we just wanted to make sure that we said that. So even though, again, we're sharing these examples, just just ask the Lord, what will he have you do? And then make sure you obey that. Yeah, that's good. And I, I would say, lastly, just remember that we are a part of a bigger story. Mm-hmm. And God in his greatness always leads the way. Like the beauty of this process is knowing that God is goal oriented. Like there's an end here and he's working towards it through us. Mm. And he created us as goal oriented people as well. Right. That's so good. Yeah. And God has a vision and he has shared that vision with us. And through his sovereignty, he has placed us in this time within his vision for our life. And believe me, there is no sacrifice that will compare to God's sacrifice of his son on the cross. It was a goal that he had that had to be achieved in order for his prophetic plan to be accomplished. And if God had not achieved that goal, as painful as it was, we would not have the gift of eternal life as we do today as Christians. Wow. It's it's just so profound that our creator would always lead the way in the way that he gives us an example. And so women, let's give God our time. And let's set out to glorify him as we are purposely planning for our future. (laughs) Why are you laughing for? Because I was so convicted. (laughs) I know. This is the problem with listening to stuff you say in seasons where like the spirit. Yeah, man. And then you go back to it and you're like, what happened? (laughs) 
I'm listening and I'm like, yo, she's right. Like, that's so good, right? <laughs> yeah. Mad convicted. Yeah. And, and, and then, I mean, I'm smiling, but I'm a li- actually a little sad. I, I think this is like my nervousness, like going through it because I sense, at least for me, right? Like I sense so much passion in that girl and so much excitement. And yo, like 2023 beat me up. Can like, I just be real? Mm-hmm. And... And so I want to crush my goals in the new year. And I feel like I needed to hear that. I needed. And, and you said it. You said, yeah. we know these I things. Know. We just have to be reminded. And when you said that, I was like, <laughs> oh, dude, you're And when I'm re-listening right to it, I'm the same thing. I'm like, we do. We do need to be reminded of this. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I know exactly what it is. I feel like back then. I genuinely was like living that out. So mm-hmm. I had this divine inspiration. Yeah. And I feel like I have not prioritized Christ. Yeah. So I am grateful for the grace and I'm grateful for God's reminders in that. Yeah. Because and I and I say this, you know, I as I was listening, I'm like, I feel like there's like a sweet spirit here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There was something about that, like replaying that, that really felt very sweet. And I needed to, I definitely need to get back to that if I want to crush my goals for sure. Yeah. I would say, you know, you helped me get back on track with one of the books, actually two books that you gave me most recently. So this past month leading into the new year, I started creating more disciplined habit and reading devotional and just kind of meditating over the word and the concepts that were shared. And one is talking about the awe of God and how can we fear a mm. reverent fear of the oh, Lord. Gosh. And it, it's good. I mean, I'm it's such a good book. It is really enjoying that one. And the other one is Upon Waking. And oh, thank you for saying it correctly. Because in a previous episode, I said, oh, we're reading Upon Awakening. <laughs> and I cannot let it go. But what made me feel better about me saying it wrong yeah. is the fact that I was listening to their podcast with the Perrys and Jackie Hill Perry's husband get gets this wrong like every day okay so i was just like that's what's up if he can get it wrong i can get it wrong but go ahead yes so upon that one's by jackie perry and then the awe of god is by john brevere um so yeah both of those if you all are interested in a book anyways i say all that to say i feel like i'm at the cusp of getting to where i really need to be with my devotional time it's just getting through all these distractions that have been yeah. uh, in my life this past half of a year that you know just left us yeah. so yeah yeah and for me one of the things that i said that i'm like where did that come from it was something i don't remember the quote or whatever but it was like basically if god's not in it it's just self-centered imagination versus like christ-centered vision and that i was like what the heck because that's how i'm feeling right now i feel like i have this desire to create these really powerful goals but it does feel a little bit like what I'm doing right now does feel a little bit like self-centered imagination. And so that's what I want to get back to. And I was uh, on the flip side, like I've been really consistent with my devotionals. But in the last few weeks, I haven't been and I'm feeling mm-hmm. the difference. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, but anyway, I will say one thing as always that I think like we can't stop saying 
is that we have to share our vision and our goals and even these struggles with each other because it's what's going to help us move forward. And so just the accountability of living out like our faith is just so important because honestly, if you and I weren't even having this conversation, it's like, well, where else or who else is going to bring this up or like bring it to 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 mind, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I don't want to be negative. I'm just saying like. I'm not following my own advice, so I'm going to get on it. Totes. Yeah, same here. Um, It's a work. We are all a work in progress. So pursuers, if you've been feeling this way, join the club. Join the club. (laughs) Um, We're going to like push each other up together to, you know, face the Lord and uh, worship him. And I hope this was a good reminder to you as much as it was for me that we need to be intentional about our lives being given to God and what does God want us to do with our lives, not do what we want to do with our lives. I also want to just remind pursuers that this was just a snippet that we played from our January 11th, 2021 podcast on how to crush your goals. So I do recommend that you um, take a listen to the actual episode if you haven't yet be, and you're a new pursuer, just because there are several different examples that we use in that original original podcast that may apply to you. So for example, how I prioritize my life as a wife and a mother, that might be helpful for you. Yes. And thank you for saying that. Because in this, this snippet, I talked about how I prioritize my life, but it's not necessarily something that like you would do because you are married and have children. So I thought that that was really good. But all right, pursuers, I think the heart for all of us, right, is to do well and to do things that are great for the kingdom and so let's uh, crush our goals again this year i do feel like i want to pray i feel like i need the prayer hopefully someone listening needs the prayer as well but let's finish that way today heavenly father we love you and we thank you for this awesome podcast episode for the inspiration that we had back then that we can still use now it just reminds me lord of how timeless your spirit is and how one blessing in a season can still be a blessing in another season. And so if there's anyone that's here today that feels crushed by the way of all the things that they want to do or crushed because of something that happened that maybe hinders them from moving forward or uh, the distractions, whatever it may be, including myself, Lord, I just pray in Jesus' name that you help us, Lord, to get back on track, to look to you for vision, look to you for goals so that we can walk our lives out in a manner that is consistent with your purpose and your call for our lives we thank you jesus for this opportunity for erica and i to do this together and for our pursuers to walk uh, faith out with us every single week we love you lord and as always we give this podcast to you and we ask you lord that you let it travel where it needs to in jesus name amen amen we hope you have a wonderful week and let's stand for truth pursuers